0: So good morning, everybody. I want to welcome each and every one of you to Game Changers devotional. And uh, if you're new to us, we're so glad to have you here. I uh, just want to say that uh, if uh, you don't mind, just uh, mute your phones on your own uh, and, uh, so that uh, there's no distractions uh, while uh, uh, you we're know, going through the uh, devotional. I think it just helps everyone to kind of focus in on that a little bit better. Um, <clears throat> this morning, uh, the devotional will be led uh, – by Jacob James, and I'm gonna go ahead and turn it over to Jacob now. Okay, thank you, Mark. Um, <laughs> okay, so <laughs> uh, really interesting um, this morning. I mean, obviously we've got a lot going on in the world, um, viruses and riots and a lot of things. So, um, you know, but this morning I um, I want to talk to you about very interesting about something that was lost. And something that was found, and uh, I know you guys have probably lost things before, and, uh, you know, when I think of losing something, um, I always think about losing my keys, that was a big deal, I've, I've lost keys before to my car, um, you know, nowadays I think about losing a cell phone, and how, uh, you know, how our lives are on our cell phones, and how a big deal that can be, and uh, for me, a scary thing was always losing my wallet. You know, reaching into my back pocket, getting ready to pay for a meal, and oh my goodness, where's my wallet? And I've uh, had that happen before. And right now, my wife and I are about to sell our car, and we can't find the title to the car. And uh, <laughs> I think she tore the entire house up yesterday looking for the uh, title. So, um, so that was our joy of uh, looking uh, for our title, and we still haven't found that. But uh, but I wanted to tell you, uh, yesterday morning. Um, I've been reading this book of Chronicles really since this pandemic started. Um, first Chronicles and Second Chronicles. And I'm almost done. I'm into the very end of uh, Second Chronicles. And the beautiful thing about this, I'll never forget this, ever, um, of kind of walking through God, with God through this whole entire thing and just hearing his voice and uh, man, how much peace that gives you and uh, how you don't have to fear and, and how God works and you can actually know that. And the amazing thing um, about this book and what I read yesterday was there was something that was unimaginably lost, and you could never believe that this was lost. And uh, so I wanted to share with you what the people of God lost. Um, Before we do that, just real quickly, I want to open this in a prayer. Lord Jesus, we just thank you so much, God, that we can come together. And, Father, this morning, in the next ten minutes, God, well, we just want to feel your heart. God, say what you once said, and Father, just help us to have ears that will hear, Lord. God, in your name we pray. Amen. So uh, just to catch you guys up real quick, Second Chronicles is a story about the Israelite people. They're chosen by God to represent him on earth. And by the way, this is who you and I are. We're chosen to be a light in a dark world, a shining example of God's love. For all to see and this is who these Israelite people were and the book of Chronicles it talks about each king all the different leaders and if it was a good king who did what was in the book would say right in the eyes of the Lord there was peace and there was prosperity but that generally was followed by a turning from God a downfall and uh, there'd be a wicked king there'd be periods of chaos and destruction because sadly, the people had no God, and they did what was right in their own eyes. They followed and they craved the ways of the pagan nations, or they, they craved the culture around them and all that the culture offers. And so when we pick up the story today, it's at the end of the reign of the most wicked king who had ever ruled God's people, and uh, he was a man named Manasseh. And not only was he the most wicked, but in one of the most terrible combinations, He also ruled the longest. Um, He ruled the people for 55 years. And then God, in only a way that God can work, he used a young boy to turn the nation back to him. And the sad thing about this is the only person willing to hear God's voice was a child. The only person willing to humble himself to God was an 8-year-old boy. In second Chronicles thirty four one it says, Josiah was eight years old when he became king, and he reigned for thirty one years. He did what was right in the eyes of the Lord. He walked in the ways of his father David, not turning aside to the right or to the left. So as I mentioned, I wanted to share with you what the people of God lost. And unbelievably it was the word of God, the book of the law, the scripture. God's word had been lost for 75 years. And uh, Josiah, he had sent people to rebuild God's temple. And uh, during the renovation of that temple, they discovered God's word, the book of the law, uh, what was the Bible at the time. And uh, you have to understand this very sad reality is the people of God lost the word of God in the temple of God. The very people of God lost the Word of God in the temple of God. And today, the temple of God is you and me. It's not a structure. It's not a physical place. We are the temple of God. We are His priesthood. And sadly, I've experienced that same losing of God's Word in my very own temple in my life. Um, I grew up a, a Christian. Um, You know, I went to church, and and my mom told, you know, Bible stories, and uh, I went to a Christian school, and uh, so I heard all about Jesus, but there's about a 15-year period in my life, mostly in my 20s, where I completely lost God. Um, In fact, I actually lost my Bible, and I have not found the actual Bible itself that I lost, Um, the Bible that I grew up with. I've lost it, and I have never found it, and just like these Israelite people, You know, those great consequences um, that I had to suffer. I had broken relationships. I made bad decisions one after another. Same way these Israelite people did. They suffered. And why? Just like them, I neglected God's word. And I was too busy, too distracted, too lazy to know God. And slowly, I just drifted away. And nothing ever catches up with you until it does. And the second thing that they did and I also did this is apathy. They were apathetic towards God. They didn't care. And uh and I didn't care either. Um I simply I simply only wanted what I wanted. And uh it was all about me God I didn't care what you said. You're not relevant to me and I'm gonna do what I want. So God's word was lost. Seventy five years. And the people became hard hearted and wicked. God's word lost in my very own life. And I, too, was hard-hearted, caring only about me. People of God lost the word of God in the temple of God. And it was only through God's grace that Josiah valued and responded to God's word. He humbled himself to God. He seeked his face. He shared God's word with the other people, and no matter what, no matter what the cost, Josiah obeyed God, and God had gathered Josiah up in his arms in one of the most beautiful relationships in the Bible, and uh, Josiah and Jacob James and any of you guys that have that relationship know that the best part of the word of God is knowing the god of the word and so the true essence and i've heard this a while back uh, a man giving his testimony he said the true essence of being a christian god's chosen people is when your concern for someone else outweighs the concern for yourself and uh i heard the story recently about um two artists uh growing up in uh Nuremberg, germany and this is in the 1400s there's two brothers um a guy named albrecht dorm and albert dorm and uh they were from a poor family but they were both very gifted in and uh and being a uh, talented artist and they wanted to go to a famous art institute but they could not afford um to go only one of them could and so albert dorm sacrificed uh, so that his brother, Al dorm could go off to the Art Institute, and uh, and he paid for his schooling, and he went down into the mines. He was a coal miner, and uh, he spent years and years just helping to pay for his brother, Al Brecht. And, uh, and Al graduated from the Art Institute, and at the graduation party, he held up a glass in his hand and wanted to give a toast, and he says, to my brother, who went down in the coal mines for me, who sacrificed me, who gave for me. And now I'm going to go down in the coal mines for him so that he also can come to the Art Institute and learn art. And Albert Dorn with tears rolling down his face said, it's too late, it's too late. His fingers were broken. They had been broken many times. They were crooked. He had um, arthritis in his fingers. And years later, um, Albrecht Dorm had this famous painting and it was actually labeled Hands. And many, everybody on here has probably seen this painting. It's now called Praying Hands. But that was a tribute to his brother who actually went down into the mines and sacrificed so that Albrecht could live out his dreams. And right now, man, the world is hurting so bad. And, uh, you know, we need to go down in the mind for people, for other people. Stop making it about ourselves. And, uh, just hear and listen. Care about other people. And, uh, the greatest way to put yourself behind other people and other people more important to you is just to listen to God's voice. And, uh, I wanted to end you with this, uh, amazing verse i love this verse it's just so powerful and uh, i think we can all relate to this but uh, this is the voice that i heard and i hope you guys can hear this come and listen to my counsel i'll share my heart with you i'll share my heart with you and i will make you wise i called you so often but you wouldn't come i reached out to you but you paid no attention You ignored my advice and rejected the correction I offered, for they hated knowledge and chose not to fear the Lord. They rejected my advice and paid no attention when I corrected them. Therefore, they must eat bitter fruit of living their own way and choking on their own schemes. And that's the first chapter of Proverbs. May that never be said about us, that when we hear God's voice, that we'll value it. And that will respond to it. Father, I just thank you so much for this morning, God. There's never been a more time than now to value your God and respond to it. Father, we love you. And we thank you for this morning. It's your name we pray. Amen.